Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. Greetings in the name of Jesus. How are you this morning? We are continuing with our teaching on committed, devoted, permanent members. Hallelujah. You need to create certainty in your own life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, church. Praise the Lord. We are teaching on devoted members. Can you tell your neighbor, I am fully devoted Can you say it again? I'm fully devoted. I'm a fully committed member. I am a permanent member. I'm dependable. I am reliable. Hallelujah. So you have to understand, as we teach, we are teaching on faith, devoted members. To be devoted is to give yourself fully It's like a mother with a child. The mother is devoted to make sure that the child is nursed, the child grows. The mother is there permanently for the well-being and the welfare of the child. And therefore, with all of us, there is that expectation as well that you will never grow to become that which God wants you to be until you make the commitment and become devoted. Hallelujah. So devoted members are growing members. Devoted, growing members become disciples of Jesus. They are people who never commit to anything and therefore they never enjoy the full benefit of full commitment or giving themselves fully to the work that is given to them. We want you to beat Satan at this work. Satan is never devoted to anything. When you read the book of Job chapter 1, the Bible says, When God asked Satan, where have you been? Satan said, I've been everywhere. I've been up and down. I've been everywhere. And you see, with most Christians, they are happy to come to church, but they are never committed to anything. So the tendency that you have, where you don't commit fully, is specifically because you have this tendency, satanic tendencies that allows people to move from one place to another, and the people never become that which God intended them to be. When you read the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, I'm I'm, 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 I'm from going to and fro on the earth, from walking back and forth on it. The nature of Satan, when you look at this, is to Zola Zola. There are Christians like that. Their main task is Zola Zola. They just move around, never commit. They come to church. They expect you to be fully committed to them, but they are not committed to you. It's very funny that they will go and tell people how unfriendly you are, and yet they themselves, they will never come to church every day. They expect to, when they are in trouble, they expect you to be there, but they will not be there themselves. Am I told somebody? So, devotion 
gives you a family. When you are fully devoted, you'll have a family and you'll receive love and attention. If you want to get married, you have to be a fully devoted person. You are not married because you are not devoted to the relationship. Somebody looked at you, you looked elsewhere. And therefore, somebody knew you are not fully committed to it. Devotion gives you a lasting relationship. When you come to Emmanuel Christian Church, you must have the mind that I'm here to stay so that I can grow. I must commit. You must not be a bench warmer. Somebody who comes to church, you just sit. And the day somebody many years ago, somebody refused to take membership. They always have a membership somewhere at home. That's what they tell us. Until they were in trouble. But when they came back to me, I remember that they told me they have a church at home. So I said, but talk to your pastor. And he says, well, my pastor. I said, from when? When did I become your pastor? Because you told me, when I was saying to you, you are not paying the tithes. You are not committed in the church. But they want to play the instrument. They want to come. They want to have a mic and sing. I don't know you know those kinds of people. They want to use you, but they don't want to be used themselves. They tell you, no, I have a church at home. So when they are church at home, calls them, they will abandon you on the day of, when you really need them, they won't be there. So when he came, he says, no, my church at home. I said, listen, I'm not your pastor. You said you tithed your, your village church. So don't bother me. Leave me alone. And then the person goes around and says, the pastor doesn't care because he used to hold our mic. This is what I was saying to the leaders. When people have those tendencies, you tell them, you can't participate, you can't hold our mic because you are not committed with us. You have a place. You are using us for yourself. You get it? We want you to be fully committed to show that you are here. Hallelujah. Devotion and commitment will give you significance. When people give themselves fully to the work, you become significant. There are people that we rely on here at church. They become significant. When, when you realize that people are not committed, they have no significance. They'll be complaining. They want to come on the periphery, speak to you on the periphery to influence what the church is doing. Be a fully committed member and then your significance will be seen. To be devoted person, you will hear love without reservation. Sometimes when you are fully devoted, when we tell you do this, sometimes it's no longer how you feel about it. Because you are fully devoted, you know we are devoted to you. We have given ourselves to you. And since we have given ourselves to you, you understand that the advice, the counsel that we give to you is for your own preservation. It's for your own salvation. It's for your own advancement that the advice is given because you know this is a full commitment. Matthew chapter 26 verse 7. It says, There came unto him a woman having alabaster box of a very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at his feet. The, the woman gave, she, she understood, we, we understand, she was a prostitute, she was whatever that we could call her. But when the right moment came, she was fully devoted to Christ. The other part of the Bible tells us that the perfume costs an annual salary. I don't know how much is your annual salary. 
That is a high level of devotion. When time came to honor Jesus, the woman didn't reserve herself. She didn't go around and start talking. Like some of us do. We say, ah, I'm here. But you don't want to do anything. When you are devoted, you will be trust forward. You will move forward because a lot of other good things will accrue to you. We read the book of Second uh, uh, Chronicles 2020. It tells us this, believe in the Lord, you'll be established. Believe in his prophet and you will prosper. To believe in the Lord, you'll be nurtured, you'll be taken care of, you'll be established. But to believe in the things that we teach, to believe in the prophet in the house, you'll be thrust forward, you'll be able to advance and do supernatural things. Hallelujah. So be a fully devoted member, be a fully focused person. Devotion and commitment will make you to be focused, will make you to grow. When you are fully committed to us, you want everything to work. You will go to sell. You will go to the branch meeting. When we say we are winning souls, you will help us. When, when you go to another place, you will make sure that you start Emmanuel Christian Church there. Because you are fully devoted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tato went to UCT two weeks ago. She has already started uh, a cell at the university campus. And that has been her desire. She says, if I go to Cape Town, this is what I will do. You understand? The children in Rhodes, the, the, the children from Acadia in, that are in Rhodes, guess what? They've, they've started a cell. You understand? They are devoted. They didn't arrive there and say, there is no church. So let's go with the prodigal son. Go and drink and dance. Was it not nice? Hey, the prodigal son is rich. I saw him at the airport. Jesus. <laughs> He's not fully devoted. He's not committed. You get it? The prodigal son is devoted only to himself. He wants to eat from everybody else. But nobody should eat from them. There are people like that. They come to they don't know how things work. They just come, sit down, we feed them, they will never reciprocate and say, uh, think about it. You have been coming to church all these years and you are not contributing anything. And if anything happens to you, you want the church to get involved. Huh? Look at your neighbor and say, Are you serious? Hallelujah. Most people are not really joined to the work that we do in the church. They want to receive without giving anything. They come to church. They will want to participate, take the mic, be the lead singer, do all of those things. They will come to church, want prominent things, but never commit themselves to anything uh, to show in return that they are really with you and they are going with you. They want the benefits, but they don't want to be responsible for anything. They want to take everything, but they don't want to give back anything. They want to reap where they have not sown. May the Lord have mercy on us. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. It says, and they continue steadfastly in the apostle doctrine, fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Another, another translation, please. 
It says, and they devoted themselves. Can you read the verse together with me? Can we go one to go? And they devoted themselves to the apostle teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayers. They devoted themselves. To be fully devoted is to give yourself to something that I'm going to do this thing up to the end. And that is the same challenge. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It says, but we all with unveiled face, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So you have to understand that to, to give yourself to the work, you want to be changed, transformed into the same image. You cannot come to church and remain. You can't say you are a Emmanuel Christian church member and you don't participate in the cell. You are not part of the life groups in the church. You are doing your own thing. We had, we had a young woman many years ago who was unresponsive. When, 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 when there was a bridal shower, she wouldn't come to the bridal shower and she had a big mouth. She would talk about it. She had a grudge with everybody, it seems. When they do baby showers, she wouldn't participate. She wouldn't buy gifts, anything. When people get married, she will not buy gifts and she will not even visit, get into the car, go to the wedding. And guess what? She became pregnant. You get it? Yeah. Now it was a turn to receive what? Gifts. My wife, Pastor K, had to plead with others, says, hey, let's bless the child, not the mother. <laughs> you get it? Let's do what? Let's receive the child. We can reject the mother. She's rejected already. But let's receive the chance. And then during that time, that's when they lectured to her to say, you see, you need to create an expectation that you are here with us permanently. You cannot come in and out as and when it suits you. When it suits you, you are a member of the church because now you have a boyfriend, you want the church to marry you. I mean, I can give you story after story of unfaithful people who are sitting in the church. Every time a person joins the worship team, the first question I ask, are you in a relationship? When are you getting married? Are you in a commitment with somebody else? Now you are using us that in the next coming three, four months, before you get married, the church should be accustomed to you so that we can support you. And then you dump us after that. So when you look at it, you realize people are not really committed. They come to church, they will not give their money. They will go to, they will leave the church here and then go somewhere else. When you say, oh, let us start the work, they say, no, not now. And then they will tell you, I've gone to my old church. Then you realize, oh, these people were not committed. They were passing through. Are you, can you ask your neighbor, are you a passing through Christian? Hallelujah. Devotion is to love. When you are fully devoted, you love, you become loyal, you become excited or enthusiastic as a person. Or you become enthusiastic 
about the activities that are happening. When you come to church, you are so happy because you are fully devoted. You want everybody else to be part and parcel of what we do. Hallelujah. Number one, we want you to be devoted because Jesus devoted his life for your life. I've been the pastor of this church for the past 22 years. I have not moved. This is why I say, somebody came and said, you are my pastor. I say, if you are my pastor, if I'm your pastor and you are in the city and you are not coming to my church, somebody is a fool between the two of us. And so I'm not going to act foolish. I'm not your pastor. You don't come to my church. The things that you do, you, are, oh, you know, people go everywhere. They'll be saying, oh, papa, whatever. This uh, fake, fake uh, uh, honor. You know, you look at it and you realize, Listen, I'm, I'm, I, I have never been your pastor because even if I offend you, you can't leave. Yes. If your father calls you whatever he wants to call you, useless, stupid, give me names, whatever. Danda Cop, you know, all of, all of the... Listen, you are going nowhere. Do you get it? You are going where? Nowhere. But you, you get offended by small things. This is what I was saying to the leaders yesterday. I said, if you come to church and you have never greeted me, make a decision. I'm going to greet Muruti. If you have children, I've said to parents who have children, bring your children. Because I don't know them. Some of, some of the parents, I don't know their children. You come to church, you are a member I said, bring your children. I was telling them, if you check all my leaders who are in the other churches, in the other campuses, when they come to church, the children will be coming to me. I pray for them. They like it. And I'm enjoying it. But you are not committed. You forget that we have devoted our life to where you are. Hallelujah. Jesus loves you and cares for you. John 3.16 tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I've given my life for the life of others. I was telling somebody, I said, listen, if I wanted to do things, I would do things for myself. But all that I do is for the work of the ministry and for you. For you as a person so that your life can move forward because I'm devoted to you. I expect you to be fully devoted. Hallelujah. John 15 verse 12 to 13. It says, my commandment is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. Hallelujah. God's love is expressed in your love for the church, in your love for us. You can't come to church for so many years and you are not committed to anything. What's wrong with you? Can you ask your neighbor, what's wrong with you? Are you going forward or coming back? Number two, we want you to be loyal, devoted member, because we are devoted to you. John chapter 11 verse 2. The Bible says it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with the fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was sick, Mary was loyal and devoted to Jesus. You have to learn 
to be loyal and devoted. Think about it if you decide to get married and you are not devoted. You are not loyal. When, when, when you get married, you, you become devoted to one person. Imagine somebody. So the other person as well knows, I can go all the way because I'm fully committed. This person is fully committed to me. We can start to have children. It's very funny that most young girls, they think uh, when the boy says, I love you, the guy is saying, I'm devoted and committed to you. That's not true. You can be pregnant with a boy's child, and the boy, the day you tell him, I'm pregnant, that's the last day you see him. You get it? It's the last day. You will not see him again. And then you are deceived because you thought, if, if, if we have, you have to be sure that the person is committed. That's why we say the person must marry you. Oh, are you serious? Oh, then do the honorable thing. Take me to the altar. Yes, then you can have sex. But no sex without taking me to the altar. No ringy, no dingy. So unfortunately, for most people, they think superficial commitment will last. It will not last. Yes, you have to be fully committed to the end. You have to experience it, walk in it, the pain, the joy of commitment. Every commitment has pain. There's pain in it because it limits what you can do. I can't be pastor everywhere. I can only be pastor here. I have members here. Praise the Lord. People left and they came back. They knew they will find me. Am I doing somebody? So you must be committed. Acts chapter 2 verse 42, we read it. It says, they devoted themselves to the apostle teachings. You must be fully devoted for you to be able to move forward. The verse that we read, believe in the Lord and you will be established. Believe in his prophet and you will prophet. Most of the time, why people don't move forward is because they don't believe in the man of God that God has given to them. You can listen to everybody else. You can go to the next door, listen to everybody. If you are not going to listen to your father, you are not going to pro prosper. I met one, one person, he's a very grown person, almost 60 years. And when we were talking, this is what he said. He's the only child. He said, when my parents spoke to me, I didn't listen. Did you hear what I'm saying? I went to university, but I never graduated. Possibly spent like 10 years in the university. You know 10 years? So every year or second year, he changes the course. Am I talking about somebody here? He's changing what? The course. This year, I mean, it doesn't seem like time is going. And one day when he looked, all his friends were working, married, things were, and before you knew it, the parents started to file off the they die one by one. Then your, child, your, your childishness ends. Ten years. Ten years. He didn't listen. So when we were talking, he says, I regret. I wish I could turn time backwards. No, the problem is that you were not committed. 
The problem is that you were not devoted. You thought things will be easy. There are people who come to church, they are not fully committed or devoted to the work that we do. They complain about anything. Listen, if you are a member of a Christian church, you are going to grow. If you don't want to be a pastor, you will be an effective Christian. That's what, that one is for sure. If you leave, we know you are too weak. Yes. Most people who leave our church and go to another church, they make them pastors immediately they arrive. I'm being honest with you. One young man, when he went back to their church, they asked him to preach. In a sense, it was Monday. The pastor says, can you lead prayer? I think the pastor was exhausted. The boy says, I took the note from the church. You know the prayers that we do in the church. I started leading prayer. He says, pastor and the church changed. The atmosphere changed. By Wednesday, they said, lead prayer again. How many, do you know how much information we give out in the church? Oh, you play games. He took the, the Wednesday, pastor is shocked. The boy is going and say, oh, you'll do the, the Friday prayer. <laughs> By Friday, the boy was on fire. And then Saturday, there is a youth meeting. They say, you are, you are preaching for the youth. He preached. And then during that time, the pastor asked a few of the leaders to come and listen to this boy. Who? Some years ago, when he left, they thought he's a nominal Christian. You know, you can be in church and not be regarded. Yes. So they asked him, can you preach on Sunday? So Monday, he led prayer. Wednesday, he led prayer. Friday, he led prayer. Saturday, he preached in the youth meeting. And then Sunday, he was preaching in the major service. When he finished, they asked him, will you be an elder? We want... <laughs> so when he came back, it's a true story. When he came back, I just said to him, it's amazing. In our church, you, you don't even lead prayer. You don't even lead what? Prayer, yes. He doesn't lead prayer. And I said... People will tell you, the church is too busy. Listen, the work you do at work is to pay for your bills. You will be shocked that your lack of devotion will start to show up in your own family, in your own children. You're going to have children. This is why I'm saying, uh, some of you, your children are coming up. You are having babies. Darling babies, they, they run. When they turn 14, 15, you say, uh, let's go to church. They will tell you, I want to play soccer. <laughs> we're going to jail. I want to. They'll tell you, I want to go and play soccer. Uh, they will play music. Yeah, quieto. Not, not Christian music. Or what is the genre now? Uh, house. House. They will be housing somewhere with half naked girls. God forbid. Hallelujah. So, what we are saying is that your devotion enables you to mature. To come to a place where God can use you and where you can fulfill the potentials that you have in your life. Jesus died for this reason. He says, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. What you have is not yet life. Peter said, the words that you are saying, he says, they are spirit and they are what? They are life. The words I speak, they are spirit and what? And life. Those who receive these words will succeed. That's why we say one of the horrible things as a, as a father, as a, as a pastor, is to say to your member, I told you so. 
It's very painful to say to somebody that you told, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be surety. Don't do it. He called, Pastor, this is uh, my, my, my uncle says, you know, I should help him to buy the car. Don't do it. Your uncle is older than you. He should be the one helping you to buy a car. It's, it's, it's not supposed to be that way. You get it? Then three, four, five, six months, the uncle is not paying for the car. I don't know if you understand. Now he comes to the pastor, I'm in trouble. They have attached my car, my other car. They have attached my house. They have taken all my, you know, the sheriff of the court. They are brutal. The sheriff came and cleaned the bed, everything. So I said, I told you. He says, no, my uncle pressurized me. I say, you should be saying to your uncle, you're supposed to be the one helping me. It's the other way around. When you are old, maybe I will help you because you will have helped me. Can you tell your neighbor, be devoted. Be committed. We want you to be devoted, member number four, because you grow people to the likeness of Christ. John 17 verse 3 says, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus whom you have sent. When, when you commit yourself, you go to sell, you go to the branch, you have given yourself, you will grow. People like superficial commitment, but they want full commitment from somewhere. The husband wants to go drink beer in the, in the shebins, but he wants the wife to be fully committed by staying at home. It's not possible. It's not possible. What you do, you will see it will manifest on your own children. It will manifest on your own family. May the Lord have mercy. Number five, we want you to become a devoted member because our leader works tirelessly to care and groom disciples to live and serve well in Christ. Galatians 6 verse 10. It says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Hallelujah. Think about the same leader. Can I ask my cell leaders to stand, please? If you are a cell leader. A shepherd, all shepherds. We have, you came to church today. Am I right? You have cell. When is your cell? Tuesday. You have, you have cell on? Tuesday. You come to church on? Wednesday. You have a branch meeting on? Thursday. We had all night prayer on? Friday. We had teaching on Saturday. And today we have two services. We are where? In church. Why will God not bless you? Why will you not succeed? You know, sometimes people think your success and breakthrough is when you are, you, are, you are doing the many things that the world is doing. That's not what we're talking about. If you look at your life, your life is more stable than most of your friends. Yeah, it's true. There are certain things that your life is preserved by doing the work of God. We were looking, somebody was getting, was birthdaying, it's almost the same age as, as myself. And uh, Pastor King was telling me, he says, do you know the sicknesses that this person has? Listen, I don't have any modern sickness. I don't have high blood. 
I don't have sugar diabetes. I don't have, I don't have arthritis. What is it? Huh? Cancer. Cancer. What else? All, all, ulcers and all of that. Listen. I, I just thought, when, when she spoke, I said, it's unbelievable. When we spoke about that person, it's almost like everything she has. It's like, I don't know understand. She has a portion. This is a portion. And I said, we, I don't even exercise. It's not like, oh, I go and exercise and so I'm keeping fit. Just by being in church. There is no sickness. There's no disease. I'm going to tell you somebody. Your, the work that you do, God will be fully committed to you. Why will he bless somebody and not bless you? God will protect you. Even if your children want to be wild, God will get involved in their story. Because you remember what God said about Abraham. He says, how can I ignore Abraham? His children are going to be great. So God was already involved, even though Abraham didn't have much. God was already involved in his welfare. So my take is, your devotion will separate you from the ordinary everyday life and people will be able to see it. At the end of time, when people look back, even today, most people, when they look at your life, they are really shocked about the progress that the Lord has done with you. And so don't allow yourself to be intimidated. Somebody will say, oh, we are too busy. I say, then you are not a Christian enough. Church is not two hours. Then you will never become what God wants you to be. Think about the billionaire. I don't know which billionaire you like. We are not talking South African billionaires. They are small money. You, you should talk American or British. They are, it's real. When they say somebody is a billionaire, one billionaire in the UK is like 18, 18 billion in South Africa. I don't know if you understand. So if a South African says I'm a billionaire and you put a British here, uh, the two won't be on the same table. If if there are tables, they will put the other one on the other table. You get it? The Lord will prosper you. The Lord will strengthen your hand. So you have to understand that for them to have that much money is the level of devotion they've given to their business. But think about it. Whatever billionaire you like, the day he dies, how much can he take? I told you of a multi-millionaire, dollar millionaire, not rent millionaire. We met him in Mozambique. And he said to, he said to, I was standing with Bishop Frank. He said, you bought him a generator immediately. He says, I'll buy the generator for you. And he says, I regret, he's a lawyer. He says, I regret that when you came and you bought this land, I charged you fees. So as a makeup, he, he bought the generator. And he said, I give my money every year. Because I don't want to die and go to heaven and leave the money here. He says, I want when I arrive in heaven, I should have a story. Heaven should talk about me, what I did for heaven. The work you do as a shepherd might not be the biggest house, might not be the biggest plane, like the prodigal son. You saw the plane that the prodigal son was flying in. You might not fly like Trump. But when you arrive in heaven, you'll be shocked how you'll be celebrated. Sometimes I get shocked when I meet people on the street. We have a member in Cape Town. When we planted the church, we went there a week before or so, and then the other leaders came. And I was in the mall. They call it, uh, what is that big mall? 
uh, what what canal canal is it canal mall i was i was standing there on the second level i'm with bishop uh, steve with my wife and i just lifted my hands i said lord my members are passing me and they are not greeting me i said i have many members i've been preaching for this many years there's, there's no way that nobody knows me in this mall. You won't believe. You know to me, she's, she's one of our, our leaders in, in Cape Town. To me passed. And when she passed, she made this, the same way I make noise. She made She shut oh my pastor. I don't even recognize her face. Then she has to explain herself. She says, I came to church in children's church. And I told her tonight, we are having... Our, our church is starting. We are having our church meeting. Come to church. Are you aware? She's been a church member from that day. She never said, oh, we have another church. She says, I came to Cape Town. I've graduated. I'm working now. And guess what? They are the one working in Cape Town. Why? Because of the good work that was done. It might not look significant. But when you are devoted, the lives of people are being preserved. And that's why we are saying to you, you cannot come to church and be happy. That you are not doing anything. Be committed and God will be committed to you. May the Lord bless you. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Number five and the last one. Jesus is devoted to you and your life. God has a good plan for your life. John chapter 10 verse 10. It says the thief does not come except to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I have come. That you may have life and may have it abundantly. Every shepherd's work is to make sure that you have life. If you have come to Emmanuel Christian Church, I will encourage you to be fully committed because we want you to become that which God wants you to be. Hallelujah. John chapter 3 verse 36. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life. He who believes in where? In the Son has everlasting life. And he who does not believe in the Son shall not see life, but wrath of God resides on him. Hallelujah. So I want us to come before the Lord in prayer this morning to pray for ourselves. Lord, may I be fully committed, fully devoted. We said devotion will give you family, will give you love, will give you attention. Devotion will give you a lasting relationship, a devotion uh, will give you commit and commitment will give you significance. You will move from one place to another and God will be with you. Devotion, devoted person here and they love and they, they love without reservation like the, the woman with the alabaster oil. Uh, she came to Jesus because she was fully devoted. And this morning, that's my challenge to you. When you are devoted, you will be thrust forward. You will move to the next level of your life all the people who have been committed, you can see the significant difference in their life. And that is our prayer, that you be a permanent, significant person who stays in the church. I've said to all of our pastors, and I think there is a deal there, that either I'm burying them or, or they will bury me. Our difference, we've been talking about relationship, that don't confuse your relationship with activities. My relationship with Jesus cannot be confused with activities. You cannot make me not to love Jesus, not you. You were not there when I received Jesus. My deal with him is that 
I give him my life and he has given me his life. I'm married to Jesus permanently. I expect you to be the same. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. I want you to make that decision to love the Lord and to give your life to him. Can we bow our heads together as we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We are grateful, Father, of your presence, the power of your spirit even upon us. I pray for each and every man, woman, and child in this place that, Lord, we will be fully committed like a married couple that, Lord, till death do us part. I pray even today that our love and our devotion for Jesus will be intense, that our love and devotion for one another will be intense, that our love and devotion for the work of the ministry here at the Emmanuel Christian Church will be intense. I commit this to your people, Father, into your hands. I thank you for your set in your word. I've come that they may have life and have it abundantly. And this morning, Lord, we pray for an abundant life, that, Lord, we may experience true devotion and commitment and abundant life. We thank you, Father, for this in the name of Jesus.